You're listening to the WELF NPC News Radio Podcast with your hosts, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and co-host Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. To all North Pole City Elves, those in Santa's Village, and in the lower 48, and all around the world, this is your weekly update for the week of December 19th, 2022. I am your host, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And I'm your co-host, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Let's go to press. For the week of December 19th, 2022, your sponsor will be Sandy's Super Snickerdoodles. Located at 997 Gumdrop Way, Sandy only sells specialized snickerdoodle cookies. She has spent the last 1,000 years perfecting her special family recipe, and you cannot find any others in North Pole City that are as tasty as Sandy's. Stop by today to pick up yours. Mention WELF. NPC and receive a free half dozen with every purchase. That's Sandy's Super Snickerdoodles. Update from Santa's Village. All of the testing of the vertical takeoff and landings have been completed and now it's time for Santa himself to take the Red Zephyr out for a test. The test flight is scheduled for early Tuesday morning and Santa will have the entire team out for one last test and workout before delivery. If you have time to step outside and watch, we can guarantee you will see a spectacular flight show, as Santa will put the sleigh and team through their paces. Every year this has been an amazing spectacle, as Santa simulates all of the different situations that he experiences during his delivery night. From the Department of Elfland Security, Edward Hinkelmeyer has posted the final meeting schedule for this week for all of the supervisors and divisions to make sure that we have a go-no-go checklist completed before Friday night. As you know, Edward likes to check out everything at least three times before Santa takes off just to make sure everything is ready for the all-night flight and delivery. At this point, we do not see any major issues and the delivery satellites have already been checked over and are scheduled for takeoff on Thursday. A lot of the divisions at the Department of Elfland Security have been busy working with the division of WWWPR over at TLF.com to post out information on the website and this will continue on until the delivery party on Christmas Eve. Some of these posts include how the naughty and nice list works, information from Flight Command, information on how to find your elf name, information from Santa's reindeer stables, and even information from landing and prep, plus much more. Please be sure you are following along with these posts coming out on the TAOLF.com website for all of this exciting information being posted daily. From the North Pole City weather, good news! Temperatures will be warming up to minus 23 for Christmas Eve and there is snow in the forecast. This is going to be great weather for Santa and the delivery celebration. Becky had a chance to go out to Flight Command uh, and interview Orville Zinger Yearly, which was a very special interview and one that never happened before. We were able to broadcast live as a special report on the podcast, so make sure you check that out. 
How was your experience, Becky? Oh, it was so amazing, and I had so much fun, and I learned so much. And I really liked getting those sneak peeks and behind-the-scenes information. Well, kind of sounded like Orville was flirting with you a little bit there, Becky. Why, are you jealous, Walter? No, not at all. But uh, if you do get a chance to go out on a sleigh ride, uh, please be sure to think of me as well. I'd love to do that. Oh, I bet you would. Before we cover this week in Elf history, let's take a quick music break.
For this week in elf history, I'm going to turn it over to our investigative reporter, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Becky, go ahead. Take it away. All right. Thanks, Walter. Well, this week in elf history, we're going to be talking about Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. On December 19th of 1843, Charles Dickens' classic story, A Christmas Carol, was published. The full title is actually A Christmas Carol in prose, being a ghost story of Christmas. Dickens was born in 1812 and attended school in Portsmouth. His father, a clerk in the Navy pay office, was thrown into debtor's prison in 1824, and 12-year-old Charles was sent to work in a factory. The miserable treatment of children and the institution of the debtor's jail became topics of several of Dickens' novels. Some of Dickens' whimsical stories were about the kindly Samuel Pickwick and his fellow club members. When the stories were published into book form in 1837, Dickens quickly became the most popular author of the day. The success of the Pickwick Papers was soon reproduced with Oliver Twist and Nicholas Nickleby. In 1841, Dickens published two more novels and then spent five months in the United States where he was welcomed as a literary hero. In 1843, he published A Christmas Carol, and Dickens then never lost momentum as a writer, churning out major novels every year or two, often in serial form. Among his most important works are David Copperfield, Great Expectations, and A Tale of Two Cities. Unfortunately, when he died in 1870 at the age of just 58, his last novel, The Mystery of Edwin Drood, was still unfinished. But of course, due to its anniversary date, what we really want to discuss today is A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol is among Dickens' most popular works. When it was initially published in December of 1843, Dickens had been certain that the book would sell, and had hoped those sales would resolve some of his money woes. At the time, Dickens' writing career was in a bit of a slump. He had current serialized novel called The Life and Adventure of Martin Chuzzlewit, but it wasn't selling well. His publishers actually wanted to decrease his pay from 200 pounds to 150 pounds a month, which would have been devastating. Dickens was in debt and had a family to support. Not only was he married and had a fifth child on the way, his father was also a financial drain as well. What he couldn't have foreseen though was how completely the tale would be embraced by the public or that it would evolve into the beloved classic that it is today. Dickens began to write what would become A Christmas Carol in October of 1843, and he was determined to get the book out in time for Christmas that year, giving him a very short window to work in. He finished the story, which came in at less than 30,000 words, just six weeks later. Some books, they need a following built, but A Christmas Carol was an immediate success. The debut run of 6,000 copies, which arrived on December 19th, sold out in just a week. Upon publishing the first edition of A Christmas Carol, Dickens had his 66-page, heavily revised handwritten manuscript bound in a crimson leather and decorated in gilt before giving it to his friend and creditor, 
Thomas Mitten, whose name also was inscribed on the cover in gilt. You can see a digital copy of the manuscript on the Morgan Library and Museum website, and we'll have a link to that in the Peppermint Post this week. Despite a Christmas Carol success, though, Dickens did not get his hoped-for financial windfall. Instead of the approximately 1,000 pounds that he thought he'd get, he received only about 250 pounds. The book sales just weren't enough to cover the costs of the production, which had included an array of last-minute changes that were insisted upon by Dickens, including being bound in red cloth binding with gilt-edged pages and colored illustrations by John Leach, all on a very short time schedule. The first public reading of A Christmas Carol was held in 1853 for charity, but Dickens also gave paid readings. Between 1853 and 1870, he offered 127 performances of A Christmas Carol. After hearing A Christmas Carol reading by Dickens in Boston on Christmas Eve in 1867, a businessman decided to close his factory for Christmas. He also provided all of his workers with a turkey, just like Scrooge. This demonstrates how these readings help spread the message of A Christmas Carol. It's another reason why the name Charles Dickens is forever linked with Christmas and his famous novel, A Christmas Carol. While A Christmas Carol was received favorably by many of Dickens' author peers, Mark Twain was not a fan. Credited as the first writer to do reading tours of his work, Dickens read A Christmas Carol to American audiences during his second visit to the United States. And Twain's review of the now iconic book, There is no heart, no feeling, it's nothing but glittering frostwork. Mark Twain might not have liked it, but countless others have enjoyed and cherished this story for many years since. To read it yourself, we will have a link to the Gutenberg file of this in the Peppermint Post this week. All right, back to you, Walter. Oh, very interesting information. Charles Dickens is one of my favorite authors. Mm. All right, before we get back to the news, let's take another music break.
Representatives have been meeting with Mrs. Claus to put together the final touches for this year's delivery celebration. Setup will begin on Thursday morning when the streets around Santa's Village and City Center will be closed off to vehicle traffic. All of the booths have been assigned and the large monitors have been brought out of storage and have been tested. This year, Mrs. Claus is going to be bringing back the lottery to have three lucky elves come up to Claus' mansion when she retires for the evening and spend time with her watching Santa's progress. Mrs. Claus used to do this in the past, but now with the basket raffle being in place, three of those prizes will be this very special gift. WELF NPC plans on having a special report soon with an interview with Mrs. Claus about the delivery celebration. The North Pole City Council met this past week to read and vote on the new no-fly ordinance, and it passed with a unanimous vote of 12 to 0. It reads as follows. Be it resolved that the Council gives full power to the Department of Elfland Security's Flight Control and Security Division to confiscate any aircraft, including balloons, toys, and drones that are in flight during any training sessions and or flights of Santa Sleigh. Such flights will be posted in advance to notify elves at North Pole City that there is a no-flight restriction. Also, during the meeting, Council has asked that the clerk review any resolutions that may need to be renewed in December, January, or February and have them addressed at this meeting. There were only two renewals that were addressed and approved. One was the resolution for closing down the streets leading into Santa's Village from December 23rd to December 26th for the delivery celebration. And the other was a resolution giving the Office of Elf Affairs at the Department of Elfland Security to manage the hiring and human resources for city workers. Both of these resolutions passed unanimously as well. Council is not expected to meet again now until March, unless there are other issues that arise and a meeting needs to be called. Okay, sports fans in the Tinsel Football Semifinals this past week, the Leighton Gumdrops defeated the Darlington Tigers, and the Hinklemeyer Falcons defeated the Twinklestein Stars. This week, there is no game to allow for all hands on deck for the final push before Santa heads out for his deliveries, so both teams have a bye week and a little respite before the final matchup. The championship game will be held on December 30th in Reindeer Stadium between the Gumdrops and the Falcons. Be sure you are planning to attend as this game will surely be another nail-biter like last year. Who will end up champion? Will it be the runners-up from last year, the Hinklemeyer Falcons? Or will they come in second again with the Gumdrops heralding the trophy? Only time will tell. In community events, Monday, December 19th is Hard Candy Day. The elves from Mrs. Claus's Kitchen will be displaying some magnificent hard candy creations at the North Pole City Hotel Ballroom and will have samples of varieties of flavors of hard candy available in both the ballroom and the workshop lunchroom all day. All of the North Pole City confectionery shops will also have hard candy samples available at their shops. Everyone is encouraged to try out some new flavors of hard candies on Monday. 
Tuesday, December 20th is Go Caroling Day, so we expect to see many elves out caroling throughout the day, but we'll have an official caroling hour in the city center at 7 p.m., so stop out and join in as we spread Christmas cheer by singing loud for all to hear. But then on December 21st, it's Humbug Day, though no elves will likely be celebrating. It is also Yule Day and Crossword Puzzle Day, though, so we will celebrate the arrival of the winter solstice with Yule celebrations, including a bonfire party out at Polar Bear Lake, decorating with holly, mistletoe, and boughs of evergreen trees all over city center, and to commemorate the birth of a challenging word game enjoyed by millions worldwide, the Crossword Puzzle, originally called the Word Cross. Did you know that, Walter? No, I didn't. Mm. Well, in all North Pole City hot cocoa bars, Crossword puzzles will be available, and if you finish it correctly, you can get an extra hot cocoa on the house. For more about the history of crossword puzzles, see the link in the Peppermint Post. Then on the 23rd, it's Roots Day. The Division of History and Research is encouraging families to delve into their family history, heritage, and ancestry. Check out the Elf Clan histories in the archives or online at www.taolf.com. And of course, on the 24th, Santa will begin his annual world tour, delivering presents to all the children of the world, and we'll have our annual send-off party in City Center, otherwise known as... The Delivery Party. That's right. Come or on Delivery out. Celebration. So come on out and join in all of the celebrations and festivities. WELF MPC News Radio would like to wish a very happy 625th birthday to Noel Twinkle Cumberbatch from Santa's Workshop. Noel Twinkle has worked in Santa's Workshop as a Teddy Mountain plush stuffer for 480 years now. Her extra special care gives the stuffed toys their special finishing touches like no other elf in the department. We wish her many more happy years. This is Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and Becky Marshmallow Livingstone with a reminder, it is Christmas in the heart that puts Christmas in the air. Have a good evening and be sure to tune in next week for another WELF NPC North Pole Radio News Update.